Welcome to MPT Podcast. This is Pastor Tim Wilbanks. We pray that this Word of God will bless your life and ministry increase God's blessing upon you. Have a word tonight. And I want you to listen and follow me and preach with me tonight. How many knows God's got more for us? We've seen things, we've seen new people added and walk in here in the last few weeks and month and and it's still there's it's still there's others that's gonna come. We ain't seen them yet, but they're gonna come. Daniel chapter 13. No, chapter 3. Let me hurry and get there. Daniel chapter 3. Nebuchadnezzar the king made an image of the God of gold, whose height was three score cubits and breadth thereof six cubits. He set it up in the plain of Dura in the providence of Babylon. <clears throat> then Nebuchadnezzar the king sent Together, together, the princes, the governors, the captains, the judges, the treasurers, the council, the sheriffs, and all the rulers of providence to come to the dedication of the image which Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. Then princes, the governors, and the captains, the judges, the treasurers, and counselors, and sheriffs, and all the rulers of the providence were gathered together into the, de- the dedication of the image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. And they stood before the image that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Then the herald cried aloud, To you it is commanded, O people, to nations and languages, that what time you hear the sound of the cornet, the flute, the harp, all the music and all that stuff, he said, you're going to bow down. Say, bow down. You're going to bow down. Say, bow down. Whosoever falleth not, faileth not down. If you don't fall down, all of you that don't fall down, all of you that don't fall down and worship me, shall at that same hour, somebody shall at the same hour, be cast in the midst of the burning of the fiery furnace. Going to be cast in it. Therefore, at that time, when all the people heard the sound, the cornet, and the music, and all that stuff, the nation, the people, the nation, language, that fell down and worshiped the golden image, and the Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up, when they heard it, bow down. But there were certain of the Jews whom had set over the affairs of the providence of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, have not regarded thee, none not listened to thee. They, have, they serve not thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou have set up. They don't worship him. They ain't bowed down. I want to preach tonight something the Lord put in my spirit a few days ago. And it's for this church and for us. It's a simple title. It matters now. Okay, I'm going to say it one more time. It matters right now. It matters now. Let's pray. Father, love you tonight. Thank you for your mercy and grace. God, we ask for your healing virtue on those, those dozens that are here in our church that are sick. You have healing virtue that can go from north, south, east, and west to where they may be in their homes the sick bed, I ask God for your healing versus to touch their brow and give healing in their body and take the fever away, the infection away and give strength back to their bodies. God, we ask for your divine blessing upon those who are laboring tonight. Give them strength in their spirit, in their mind, their body, soul. I'm asking for your touch in their hearts tonight in Jesus' name. Touch those who are not burdened with church. Touch those who don't think it's important. God, I love you and I thank you, God, for your mercy and grace. Let your blood flow from the north, the south, east, and the west to those, God, and touch those who need a church, need someone who love them and preach them the word. Bless them in Jesus' name we pray. Everybody said amen. Give him a praise right now.
Has God been good to you? Shout amen. You can be seated. Life is going to happen. I said life is going to happen as we all strive to have a painless, peaceful life that we live. Life itself is going to happen. Those that really seek out ways to keep their spirit free and even struggles from temptations and from from the flesh. And those who seek out ways to keep their health healthy. And those that strive to live a financial freedom and grow in prosperity. We, We may strive, saint of God, also to keep our family safe from free from the adversary. But life will happen to all of us. You see, saying even when you practice doing right, even when you get up, practice doing what you need to do right, the unexpected, the attacks that you did not even provoke, they will come to your life. Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 4, I'm preaching, I'm waiting on you. Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 4 tells me and you this, to everything there is a season. And a time to every purpose under the heaven, there is a time. Time to be born, a time to die, time to plant, time to pluck up that which is planted. He said a time to kill, a time to heal, time to break down, a time to build up. Come on now. Time to weep, time to laugh, a time to mourn, a time to dance. There is a time. There there will be a time. Somebody shout, there's going to be a time. Even while that you trying to prevent everything bad from coming your way, you will have a time. I'm waiting on you. I guess the shouters at home tonight. Say it with me. There will be a time. See, how will you react? My question is, how are you going to react when this time comes? Because it is going to come. Your time's going to come. Your trial, your test, it's going to come. Second Chronicles 20 tells you that even when you are doing good, the unexpected would happen. It will come from somewhere in life. It's going to come. But you see, it's what you have been doing before it comes that will determine whether you survive or not. Whether you will still have faith in God or you begin to doubt God, it's going to come. You, you know, you're faithful you still, and still be faithful to church and even worship God. That time's going to try your faithfulness, whether you're going to get your hands in the air and worship Him and whether you're going to come to the house of God. There's going to be a time when you're going to be tried. There's going to be a time when the adversary is going to try your faith. Life is going to come. The unexpected is going to come. It's going to come and it's going to try you. You see, saint of God, it's what you are doing right now. It's what I'm doing right now. Say right now. Moab and the children of Ammon came came against Jehoshaphat. A servant come one day, came to Jehoshaphat and said, the enemies are coming. They're approaching out from us. As he heard the news at that time, Jehoshaphat and Judah itself was doing well. They were doing well at that time. Everything was all right. But at that time, you see, doing well, doing well when you're doing well. 
before the enemy comes will determine your outcome. When you're doing well before the enemy comes, I'll say it again, determines your outcome. You see, I'm not, you're not going to force me to have to lift my hands tonight. You ain't got to force me to worship him tonight. You ain't got to force me to preach with the word of God because I know right now determines how I'm going to come out or what's going to face me tomorrow. I'm here to tell you, you got a time that's going to come and what you do right now is going to determine your outcome. I'm here to tell you now, we got a God that's going to stand with us. We got a God that's going to fight with us. We got a God that's going to strengthen us, but you got to do your time right now before the challenges come. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. Don't wait. Do well now. I said, don't wait. Do well right now. It will come. It will come. It will come. See, the reaction of Jehoshaphat tells me he knew what to do because he was doing it before, uh, before the enemy approached with an attack. And 2 Chronicles 20 and 3 says this. Don't go to sleep on me. I, hope, I, hope this, I wish you'd have dismissed tonight. And Jehoshaphat feared. He feared and set himself to seek the Lord. And he proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. He proclaimed a fast. You see, he, he trusted in God. And he had faith in God that God could help them through what they was about to encounter. It tells me and it tells God. It tells him. Oh, he knew. Joseph had. He already knew how to pray. He already knew how to get a hold of God. Because his reaction told that he had already been praying before the enemy come. Because he didn't run into the house and say, I'm going to stay in the house and hide. Uh-uh. He didn't go and blame everybody else. You know what Jehoshaphat did? He did like he'd been doing days and days before. He went to the house of God. He began to seek God and say, I got an unexpected enemy coming. It may be physical. It may be spiritual, financial, alive, or family. But my God, get yourself up and don't quit on God because God ain't quit on you. Come on now. I said, God ain't quit on you. Don't you sit down and quit on him because of the enemies coming in, attacks coming. It's time to get yourself up and say, I'm going to do right right now because I know my time is coming. Your battle's coming. It's coming. You say, it's coming. I said, it's coming. Say Chronicles 20 and 6 says, God, and he said, oh, Lord, God of the fathers, but not thou God in heaven, ruleth not thou over the, all the kingdoms of the heathen. Don't you rule over the, all the devils? And in thy hand is there not power and might so that none is able to withstand thee? God, ain't you got power over my enemy? While you sit there tonight, I'm telling you in the Holy Ghost, my God, Oh, that devil may be telling you he's going to win. He may be telling you he's going to defeat you. But I'm here to tell you what you're doing right now will determine your outcome. And it's important. It's important. 
how you praise him. It's important how you pray. It's important how you worship him. It's important how you believe in him because he has the power to destroy the heathens that come against you. He said, Art thou, O God, who didst drive out the inhabitants of the land before the people of Israel and gave it the seed of Abraham, thy friend, forever. Woo! And they dwelt there and have built thee a sanctuary therein for thy name's sin. He said, God, if when evil cometh upon us as thy sword judgment, pestilence and famines, woo, as they come, somebody shout as they come. Say, they're coming. We stand before thy house. Woo, in thy presence. For in thy name is in thy house. And we cry unto thee in our affliction. While we're going on, while we're fighting, while we're suffering, while we're battling, we're going to cry out. I guess I'm the one jacked up on Holy Ghost tonight. I'm here to tell you now, I ain't running from that devil. I ain't gonna hide from that sorry joker. I'm here to tell you now, we got a God that's gonna stand with us, that's gonna fight with us, that's gonna be with us. My God, what we do now determines our outcome. He even, whoo, I feel it. He said, and cry unto thee in our affliction. Then thou will hear. Somebody shout, he's going to hear me. He said he knew that God would help. How many of those God's going to help you tonight? What you do now will count when the attack and the adversary takes a hold of your family. Some of you already know. I ain't got to tell you to respond. You already been there. You listen to me right now. You listen. He said he knew. He knew. He knew. He knew. What you do now will count when the attack and the adversary takes hold of your family. Somebody shout, now's the time. It's time now to pray. It's time now to praise. It's time now to worship. It's time now to give. It's time now to stand. It's time now to fight. It's time now. I ain't waiting no more. I ain't waiting when everybody's here. I'm going to do it right now. I'm not waiting next week. I'm going to do it right now. I said, I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to do it right now. It matters now. The adversary is coming. You know what really, what really burdens me, saying of God, what really burdens me is that those who are not praying before the time comes. We have spiritual life coaches. It's amazing. I'm finding out more and more. But I didn't pray these three days. I didn't pray this time. I didn't pray. I was too busy. Now, I want you to listen to me tonight. It burns me. It scares me. Before you lose a loved one, I'm going to tell you it's coming. Before you lose a loved one, it's coming. You hear me now. Before your children is challenged with sex and drugs and life, it's coming. You sit there numb, skull, and I've had women and men leave this church mad at God. Why are you leaving? I'm mad at God. i tell you what's wrong with you. You're too fat and over lazy is what your problem is. Spiritually. God's been so good to us, we're rich in his blessings. 
We're rich in his blessings. We're rich in his grace. We're rich in his mercy. He's just made us all spiritual. We're just so fat and blessed in his goodness and mercy. I'm telling you right now, God's good to us. And you tell me you mad at God, I'll tell you your problem, it's you. It ain't the devil, it ain't God, it's you. God's been too good to us to turn our backs on him. My God, somebody thank him. He's good. He's good. He's good. My God, I feel him. You hear me before your children. You hear me now. I ain't got time to pray. Oh, you'll pray one day. But get your nasty tongue off God. There's a place for you. It's called hell. Before your children turn to sex and drugs, it's coming. I know. You can buy them everything you want. You can buy them vehicles. You can raise their allowances where they ain't got to work. Uh-huh. But I'm here to tell you, no matter what you buy them or how much you give them, you better hear me now. You better, the unexpected, the unexpected will come and it will arise. It's going to come. It's going to come. Financial uh, attacks are going to come. What you do before it comes will tell how you react when it gets here. You hear me now. It's what you do right now. It matters now. It matters what I do in this service tonight. I know some of you don't think it does, but it does. I remember the last message I preached to my mom and dad when they sat on the back pew, and I can tell you what it was. It was from glory to glory. And we worship God, and I worship God, and I praise God that night and that that morning and that night. It's what you're doing now. You may sit there and say, "Oh, ain't gonna happen to my kids. My kids are good. They're pure." You got a devil out there, and they live in flesh, and that flesh is gonna do a lot of things. You think your goodness is gonna keep them from doing, but they're gonna do it because they're human. You hear me now? It matters now. You can sit there and don't pray, don't worship, don't praise, and stop being faithful to church. But I'm telling you, what did before it comes, what you did before it comes matters. Your loved ones are gonna die. You you don't understand. Are you that crazy? I don't understand. I lost a mom and dad. That man right there was there when they died. I was there. I know what it feels like, but it's going to come. Is it fun? No. Does it hurt? Yes, it does. But what I did before, before they died mattered because all the praying, all the worship, all the faith, all the preaching, it mattered that day because I kept going through it and I kept going after it. Come on, church. You need to stand. You need to tell the devil, I'm not sitting down. I'm not quitting. I'm not backsliding. I'm going to keep worshiping. I'm going to keep praying. I'm going to keep giving. I'm going to keep being faithful. No matter what comes, I'm going to do it now because I got a time coming. Man, I feel him. It tells what you're doing. It matters what you do now. 
that will determine your outcome. Matthew 7, 21 tells us this. Therefore, whosoever heareth these said of mine, and doeth them, I will liken unto him a wise man who built his house upon a rock. Now, come on now. And the rain descended. Floods came. The winds blew. Beat upon the house. It fell not because it was founded on a rock. It's going to come, Brother Barnes. It's going to come, Brother Eddie, Brother Roy. Y'all know. It's going to come. Sister Vicky, it's going to come. Challenges you never imagined. Things are going to rise. You never anticipated. But it's how you build your house that's going to determine how you stand. I'm telling you, I'm, oh, I feel him now. You better get yourself to praise in him, mamas. You, you, sit there and don't pay attention. Sit there and don't pay attention. I ain't got time to pray. You're going to burn. You, you're saying that? I, I'm very sorry. I am. Because if you can't pray now, when hell tries you, you'll backslide on God. But I got news for you. We got a God that's faithful Whatever we do now, he'll walk with us through the fire. He'll walk with us through the water. He'll be with us. He's going to leave us. He's going to forsake us. He's waiting on somebody to stand up and say, I will not bow. Oh, oh. He said, and everyone that heareth these say to mine, doeth them not that don't do them shall be likened in the foolish man which built his house upon a sand. Uh-huh. The rain descended. Floods came. The wind blew. Beat upon the house and it fell. And great was the fall of it. Did you hear what I said? It's how you build your house. Ah, it's how you build your house. I'm glad I had a mom and dad taught me how to be faithful to church even though all hell went loose. Come on. I ain't never stayed home curled up on the couch for things I faced. I was always at the house of God. My wife was. My family was. Come on. Come on, church. It matters right now. I said it matters right now. Somebody shout right now. It's how you build your life that will determine if you will survive the storm. Come on. I said it's how you build your life that will determine how you survive the storm. Oh, oh, you ain't going to protect them babies from everything. You put them in Christian school, you, there ain't no Christian Walmarts. There ain't no Christian Dover elevators. There ain't no Christian Beechcroft. That's fine, that's your choice, that's your choice, that's great. But you ain't going to keep them in a Christ-like atmosphere. Because we live in a sinful world. But I'm here to tell you, it's how you build your house that determines how it stands. I ain't going to force you to work, preach with me because you're going to pay when you don't because I'm here to tell you, every time a man of God preaching, I'm writing down and I'm getting stuff and I'm getting food from it and I'm growing from it. Why? Because I know what I do right now, what I do in the house of God, what I, when I pray, when I praise, when I worship, it's going to matter because there's a storm coming, there's wind coming, there's rain coming. 
It's coming. Oh, it rains on the just and it rains on the unjust. You just well to get ready. Storms ain't going to stop until we get to heaven. Challenges ain't going to stop until we get to heaven. Has anybody got your mind made up? I'm ready to fight. I'm ready to fight. I'm ready to fight till I get to heaven. I'm going to be saved. My spouse is going to be saved. My family is going to be saved. I know as a parent, it's me and my wife. Man, I wish I had all the money I spent on my kids. I bought horses. I bought guns. I bought toys. I took them on the greatest vacations. We've been to Canada. We've been to Pittsburgh Chocolate Factory. We went to New York. We, our kids, we got a picture. We stood in front of the Twin Towers before they got here. We went, we've been in the Statue of Liberty. Walked up in the Statue of Liberty. We went to the, the Niagara Falls. Went on a boat. You got to wear a raincoat when you get so close, you get soaking wet. We've been to all those great things. We, we, we watched, our kids watched Apollo 13. Was it, what was it? Which one was it? Well, when the discovers the, the, the rockets in Florida, we was on vacation. It was time for one of them to, to launch in the space. And we was three miles out. You can't get no closer than three miles. And we watched that thing come up, belly roll on its back, and turn, go towards London at 27,000 miles an hour. My kids got to watch that. They've been to Disney World. They've been to all those places. And doing all of that, that don't keep them from falling into sin. You can give them everything in the world, but a storm's going to come. You better hear me, mama. You better hear me, dad. You better hear me. When your boys are growing old, about 12, 13, 14, when the hormones start putting out, and your attitudes start getting, I know more than you do. I know more than Jesus. When the girls get an attitude, they get them. Uh-huh, they sassy. I know more. I'm a sneaky little joker. Ah, oh, they think, man, I can outsmart mama and I can outsmart dad. Let me tell you right now, God gave mom and daddy some instinct you don't even know yet. They know things sometime before it even happens. They know where you went, how you went. It's kind of amazing how information gets to you before they get home. I never forget one time Adam was saying he was supposed to be on some kind of high school thing and prom, and, and I said I called. Said where you at? Oh, me and my buddies at Current. <laughs> we were sitting at Walnut at the big blue sky, you know, the big one now, whatever it is. And we sat there looking at the boy he was supposed to be with. Are you really there with him? Yeah, he's right here. I go, I'm going to tell you something one time. I'm looking at him right now. You're a liar. I'm going to give you 25 minutes to get home or I'm going to come and beat your big tail all the way home. It's like God just shows mom and dad. You think you're so cool and so, I'm so, uh-uh, baby. God gave mom and dad some insights. But I'm here to tell you, 
We can do everything that we can to give our kids because we thought we didn't get a lot. And we break our back to get them everything special. But that's not going to stop the, the storms and the challenges and the tests and the devil from coming. But what you do right now matters. It matters if you survive the storm. Come on, somebody. Has anybody got your mind made up? I'm going to do it now. I'm going to do it now. I'm going to do it now where I can survive the storm. What keeps us from the storms destroying our life? It's coming. Storm's coming. But you see, old Job, Job was a perfect, get this, he was a perfect and upright man who feared God and shunned evil. Come on, listen, church. He, he had a relationship with God. He had ten children, and he had great wealth. There was a day that the sons of God came before God, and the Bible said it like this, and Satan come also. The Lord asked, where have you been? He said, I've been walking to and fro up and down on the earth. That's where I've been. And the Lord asked him, he said, have you considered my certain Job? Now this is where I'm going. It's now time. It's now time to live right. Let me tell all you something. You mamas, you better get you, you that, that altar I give you, your knees better be before it a lot. Okay. You go to have that attitude. When your boy, when a cop comes to the door and has to tell you, hey, I had to bust your son because he had meth, fentanyl. He had some drugs. I'm having to lock him up. Or that daughter was kept, come on, caught. Come on, then it's going to determine how you're going to stand. What you're doing right now. It's going to determine whether you turn on God and the church and say, well, if God had it, I've heard that junk so much, I want to, mm, 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 mm. I want to defend for God. Shut your mouth. God ain't done nothing but good for us. God ain't done nothing good for, come on, folks. God, and sometimes God puts the pastor right where your kids are. To get them out of the mess they're in. You ought to thank God for that. But what gets me, saint of God, hear you, pastor. It's what we do right now that determines our outcome. Ain't tomorrow, but what we do right now. It's how we pray now. It's how we worship now. It's how we give now. It's what we do now that determines how we're going to come out of it. Somebody praise him like you know him. Praise him like you know him. Let me hurry. God gave Satan power to touch Job's life. You, 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 may, you may not see it to be important to pray, but it's important to pray. You see, what you do right now 
We determine if you survive, if you survive to come out. Come on now. You better get your praise on, Mom and Daddy. I'm going to say it again. You better get your praise on. You better get your worship on. You better, you better get it on. You better get your praise on right now. Everything can be touched by the adversary. Even though you're doing right, he can still touch you. Don't we all practice to shield ourselves from anything that the devil can touch? I know I do. I, 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 I plead the blood over my life. I repent over my life every day. I, I try to shun the things that would bring me down. I pray to keep me and my wife protected. I try to keep things out that would destroy our home or life. I try to prevent that. But even all the things I try to prevent, I try to keep a practice of good health. But even though all of that, it's going to come and it's going to try us. But we can't bow to the storm. It's what we're doing now. Now, Job, that's going to matter when it comes. Come on, somebody. God's talking to somebody. You better get your praise on. You better get your worship on. You better get your praying on because you're going to be tried. Somebody pray, my God, I feel it. My God, I feel him. Job, Job lost. Job lost. Job lost all of his children and possessions, but Roy, one day. But Josh, one day it turned around, won't it? One day. One, one, one phone call. One day. One day. You could be working, can't you, Brother Harold? And day be going fine. Instead of surely doing things at home. But one phone call can turn your world around. Come on. You see, I bring up nothing bad, but when when, when Brother Dustin passed, Brother Borenson was at church. They can't still come to church. They still come. They still come. They still come. They still come. You know why? Because they was praying before it happened. They was worshiping before it happened. You think I'm going to give up on a God because some moosely mouth, sorry, low-life devil that got kicked out of heaven? You think I'm going to give up on God because of him? Listen, the devil ain't your battle. I preached it this morning. It's your flesh. It's your flesh. Everything can be touched by the adversary. Come on, church. Even though he did all to prevent the sins of his children, to, be, to curse them. Every day, Brother Josh, he would go before the Lord and plead the blood and plead for their soul. But Sister Rebecca, even after he did all of that, the storm came. Come on, folks. God's talking. and You needed to hear it. But you hear me now, even though the hedge he built through, look here, through his righteous living. You come, ladies of God, and live holy. But the adversary is still going to attack you. Life is still going to happen. Even though we practice good health, we're going to be tried and tested. Life. 
Life's going to come. Come on, I know it's different, but this is the will of God. I don't care. I feel good in my Holy Ghost. You see, steel did not protect him from the storm and attack and test. But all he did before, it did prepare him to survive when he come. Job did not get mad at God and blame God. No, Job didn't. He did not even curse God, even his wife, when he was afflicted in his body. His body was falling apart because of the sores. Job, why don't you curse God and die? He said, woman, you talk like a foolish woman. Job 1, 20, 21 tells what old Job. The Bible said, then Job arose. Say, he arose. Rent his mantle. Shaved his head fell down upon the ground, and he worshiped God. He said, naked I came out of my mother's womb. <laughs> and naked I'll return hither. The Lord gave, and the Lord had taken away. Bless it. Bless it. Be the name of the Lord. Come on. What I do now matters. Shout it. Say, what I do now. It matters. I can determine the outcome of the storm. I can. Stand your feet. Say what I do now. Say it matters. The outcome. It matters. If I survive or if I'm defeated, it matters. When the pressure to bow to the golden image was put on the Hebrew boys. Their relationship with God before they stood before the image, when they were tried because of the image, their relationship was tried. Everybody listen. We fix to go. That way you go home, get your sandwich, and watch something, go to bed. But his relationship was tried. Our relationship's going to be tried. It carried them, though, through the fire and the furnace. They refused to allow the pressure of the challenge to deny God and to bow to the image. Come on, moms and dads. Don't allow the pressure of the image who's going to try you, cause you to bow. It disturbs me to my core because I've been there, saw, been here many years. When a mama, when you got kids, you sat there, your tear, I've never seen a tear flow down some of your faces. Go ahead. But I, I told the old bishop the other day, I said, I feel it in my Holy Ghost. I see it in the Spirit. I see it, Brother Eddie. I see it, Brother Roy. I see it, Brother Josh. Some of you say, oh, I'm going to protect them. I'm going to get them all this stuff and do all this for them and send them this college. I don't care what college you send them to. I don't care. Send them to college and mess their brain up. Cause them crazier than the devil can cause them to be crazy. I don't care what you do. But you better hear me. What disturbs me is when you sit there and you ain't doing nothing now. There's a lot of you parents know what I face to say. There's a time going to come when you think back on what I could have done. 
Come on. What I could have done. What I could have done. What could have done. What I could have done. What, what, the signs, the telltale signs. Come on. And I fought for my kids. Stood when they were wrong. And Sister Guy told me years ago, sitting in the office with Brother the Old Prophet. I dreamed about him last night. It was wild. She looked at me. She said, son, you better hear me, boy. She says, your kids are flesh and they're human. They're not something super angelic. And this church can't look at them as that way and you can't. They're going to fail. They're going to make mistakes. But just as your heavenly Father forgives you and loves you, you better love your children. Let me tell you something, moms and dads. They're going to get messy. They're going to mess up. They're going to do things that get on your nerves. And they're going to do things that make you sick and worry all night long. But what you do now determines the outcome. Hey, I feel him. <laughs> I feel him. Say what I do now matters. I'm going to do what matters to change the outcome. Say, I'm going to do what matters to change the outcome. Say, I'm going to do what matters to change the outcome. You got to do it right now. You got to do it right now. I said, you got to do it right now. I said, you got to do it right now. You never know. How many can be a witness? You never know when a storm's going to come. Wake up, beautiful day. Never forget one time me and Brother Cody and Brother Jeff Ferris went to Alabama to our, our honey hole. And we were sitting there and, and we was looking at the mount, Brother Roy, and storms. And I don't think, I think we're okay. I think, I think it's okay. Beautiful, beautiful day. Oh, my God, gorgeous. Brother Ferris is here. We're catching fish. That's the, that's the highlight, man. We're in, we in the honey hole. And all of a sudden, we're up against the dam. We're dropped off in the rough and that, that current. And we're anchored about 35 feet down. And all of a sudden, I just I felt a cool breeze. I've been there so much, we kind of, we, we call, we read the water. When we go, when you go with us, we read the water. We've learned to read the water. Ain't that right, Brother Roy? Right? You read the water. You got to read it. And we, we've learned to read it. And all of a sudden, I felt that cool breeze. Brother Josh, you know. I felt a cool breeze come through. I go, whew. And I looked straight up over that big old huge dam. And I saw a black cloud coming over. And when I saw it start coming over, I heard some. I said, you don't want to be on water with lightning in an aluminum boat. You'll be like stir fry. All of a sudden, anybody ever been there in perfect day? And a storm comes. How many ever questioned? I didn't cause this. I didn't cause this to happen. Can I, I want to give a peace in the spirit to some mom and dad. Y'all don't know how much I prayed about this message. Give a piece of mom and dad tonight. The prophet Samuel was the most righteous man in the Word of God in the Old Testament, greatest man. He raised his sons in the house of God, but his sons did turn out to be wicked 
and cause, they helped cause Israel to divide. You listen to me. You can do everything perfect as a parent. Give them everything in the world. Take them to the house of God. But at the end, it's their choice. It ain't your choice. It's their choice. It's their choice. You hear me, moms and dads, say it matters now. You, don't you say this with me. So I'm going to stand in prayer. I'm going to worship. I'm going to praise. I'm going to give. I'm going to do more. Because it matters now. Let's lift our hearts to him right now and thank you. It matters now. Come on, it matters now. Musicians, it matters now. <laughs> it matters right now what I do. Hey, come on. Man, I feel the Holy Ghost. Yeah, it matters now what I do. It matters right now, not tomorrow, but matters right now. It's how I build the house. It's how I build the house that determines if I survive. It determines how I pray right now. It determines how I pray. It determines how I worship. It determines a lot of my life I turn out because I had two parents that live for God. It's what I do right now. Do you understand some of you are living on your mama's prayers? You're living on your daddy's prayers. Come on, church. Come on, mama's. You can say, oh, I'm not emotional. You'll be emotional when that boy's laid there almost OD'd in the hospital. You'll be on your knees praying. You, you will. When that girl comes to you and say, Mom, I think I'm pregnant. You will. You'll feel the pain. I'm telling you, what we do right now matters. Come on. If the Lord spoke into you, nudged your heart, Step out, come and stand before the holy throne. Do it for your children. Do it for your home. Do it for them. I don't care how messy they get. I don't care how wrong they do. You gotta love them. Come on. Come on and stand before the holy God. We pray today that this word has blessed you, ministered to the needs of your life. Until next time, God bless you.